beautiful souls and welcome. You're listening to It's Glowing Well Podcast, the show that encompasses all things beauty and wellness. I'm your guide and host star. I have been in the beauty and wellness business for over a decade, and I am here to inspire, educate, and keep things positive through the challenges we face in this incredible journey of becoming our best selves inside and out. So if you're ready, Let's take a deep breath and begin. Hello, beautiful and gorgeous friends. Welcome back. I am so happy you are here. Always happy when we get to hang out. I'm pretty excited today to discuss with you something I have certainly struggled with throughout my life and something that I feel you can relate to as well, and that is confidence. Now, when I was growing up, and if you look back at your past as well, are you aware of when approximately it was that your confidence started to dwindle? Think about this for a moment. I recall for myself, it was right around my junior to senior year in high school, I had been overweight most of my life. I got tired of the bullying and overhearing snide remarks. Unfortunately, that led to an eating disorder my senior year, only to gain back everything and then some post high school. I did not just get the freshman 15 everyone talks about when college starts. It was more like 50, and then it perpetually got worse when I got into my 30s. And I decided I was the only one who could turn it around. That's a long time ago with low self-esteem and confidence. So what I would like to do today is actually share seven tips with you on how you can cultivate more confidence if you happen to be struggling with this as well, or perhaps you simply just need a little boost for the day. You know, some people exude the kind of assurance which gives them an air of power, trustworthiness, and grace. This personality instantly generates respect and often admiration from others. These types often gravitate to leadership positions because they seem to be able to handle anything with steadfast self-confidence. Self-confidence is not to be confused with arrogance or trying to lift oneself up by comparing themselves to others. Instead, it's having an unshakable belief in your ability to face whatever comes your way. When you present that attitude to the world, it creates a positive impression, which helps us navigate our way towards our goals. There are some simple steps that anyone can take to cultivate an image of confidence. And here are a few basic building blocks which can create a foundation for personal and professional success. One of the main ways we undermine ourselves is through our voice either choosing a dialect of language that waters down what we are trying to say or 
choosing weak or ineffective words. For example, some people turn statements into questions by adding an infliction at the end. Phrases like kind of, probably, and like dilute the meaning of your message and make you appear uncertain. Jargon, generalizations, or trendy words also minimize your speech. But I am also highly guilty of doing this. <laughs> and honestly, those terms or phrases can be necessary. It simply depends on the situation. I feel being mindful of what you really want to say is key. Say it like you mean it. With that, it's also important to speak thoughtfully. Be careful about the words, which make it down the path from your brain to your mouth. I am definitely guilty of this. <laughs> Sometimes I have what I call um, quote unquote word vomit and it can just come out and it's not meant to hurt or anything like that, but just be aware. It's always a matter of awareness, right? And remember that old mother hen saying, if you can't say something nice, don't say anything. Granted, this has gotten lost in the shuffle for many of these days, but be the example. There's a time to speak up and there's a time to stay silent. Resist the urge to always have the last word or get credit for being right. If you're questioning in your mind whether you should say something or not, chances are you probably shouldn't. If you are frustrated or angry, take a step back to think about how you want your message to come across. And when you do that, that is what is building your confidence. It's also a good idea to know your way around social situations. Make sure you are well-versed in basic etiquette for a variety of social situations, knowing which is your bread plate and wine glass at a dining table goes a long way toward being comfortable. And being comfortable is also part of your confidence. So if you're comfortable and able to focus on, on your business companions without being flustered, that's a huge component of confidence. Practice the art of conversation so you can talk with others you don't know well. For example, stay up on current trends, sports, latest movies, TV shows, etc., and other interesting topics, especially if they're relatable or they are of common interest with whoever you are with. These are always good ways to open conversations. Do your best to avoid controversial subjects, such as the current, shall we say, political climate. That's always can get a bit tricky or sticky. And then if those parties don't agree or whatever the, the social situation may be, it can become very awkward and that can be very dwindling to your confidence. Um, it, it can be because you know, we're always in a state of wanting to be relatable and likable and trustworthy. And when that breaks or it's not agreed upon, that can be very crushing sometimes to our confidence. Not all the time, but sometimes. So one of the biggest factors in cultivating more confidence is also in our body language. It has to be. Our body language is louder than words, right? So the way we carry ourselves not only influences how others perceive us, but affects how we feel about ourselves. Making eye contact, maintaining good, or excuse me, maintaining good posture and using 
authenticity. A friendly smile are some of the ways we present the best version of ourselves to others. And it's so simple. It's so simple. Bad habits such as fidgeting, slouching, crossing your arms, tells others that you are nervous, apathetic, or even defensive, undermining your efforts to reflect self-assurance. Does that make sense? So here's one that I oftentimes that I oftentimes feel gets overlooked. How often do you dress according to how you feel? I'm raising my hand on this one too, by the way. But here's the thing. We got to be careful with this one. That's how we fall into an overindulgence of comfort. And this can spiral, believe it or not, into feeling more low or perhaps heavy. Your wardrobe is either enhancing your image or taking away from it. Either way, your choice of attire makes an immediate impression on others. And I'm not saying you should care about what other people think, but if your intention is to set a good and great impression, it's going to tell others how you see yourself. And it can either work for you or it can work against you. Dressing well is a huge advantage in cultivating confidence. Looking good gives you a psychological lift and makes you feel better about yourself too. So it goes both ways. And true confidence is forged in the fire of taking on new challenges in both your professional and personal life. Make a deliberate effort to try new things. Meet new people. Take on new experiences. Believing you can do anything is a direct result of trying new things. A fear of failure doesn't derail confident people because they know failing isn't the worst outcome. Missing an opportunity to work toward their goal is. Not doing it is where the failure actually happens. And even if you do try something new and you do fail, or <laughs> feel, fail, think of what that experience taught you. How much you personally grew from what you just obtained, right? Failure is an illusion, in my opinion. You are never going to know unless you try. And to me, not trying is going to make regret very real at some point. And regret is definitely something I don't want to experience a lot of in this lifetime. You with me? Take the leap, my friend. What can you do right now today to boost your confidence? Try something new? Perhaps there's a dance class you've been eyeballing, or maybe you want to take a spiritual retreat. Whatever it is, go for it. Try it. See what happens. And then watch how your confidence grows. Okay, my friends, that's actually all I've got for you today. And I think this is a great place to pause. So with that, and of course, with all the gratitude in my heart, I thank you for listening to this episode and for joining me here on It's Glowing Well podcast. I am your guide and your host star. I look forward to being with you again on the next episode. And if you haven't already, 
Make sure you subscribe to this podcast and please leave me a review. That really supports the podcast and bumps us and makes us look good to all the other fellow listeners searching for us. So I appreciate all your support. And hey, if you really enjoyed today's show, I would love if you took a moment to give us another rating. And if you would like to take our friendship to the next level and hang out with me more often, please feel free to find me on Instagram at glowingwellwithstar and at Aveda Glow by Star. For all things non-toxic and plant-based in beauty and wellness, please head over to starmcgee.arbonga.com. And until next time, I wish you love, light, and gratitude. Namaste.